Welcome to Frontside. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening. If you're just now jumping into your truck, sitting down at your office, whether you're getting out of the man van with the kids, wherever you are, thanks for listening to Frontside. We have an exciting topic um, today. You probably already seen it as you dialed it in on wherever you're listening to podcasts, the dangers of consumer debt. And we have somebody, a really good friend of mine, who's here um, and definitely qualified to talk on that. That is Dan O'Keefe. Dan, say hello. Hey, how you guys doing? We They are doing, wow, you've got a voice wow. for... That was Jeez. kind of like serenading. I don't know. Yeah. Did you hear that? I really liked that. Yeah. Wow. Maybe he need to have him back on, we, like we how to have to a change, voice. For... Yeah, we need to change the topic to the dangers of the man van. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. The That's... dangers of the man van. <laughs> right? With his voice, he would rock this. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Dan and his wife, Dana, Dan and Dana O'Keefe, uh, we've been good friends for a number of years now. We've traveled to Israel together. Um, we have just been walked through so many things. You've walked our family, specifically Dana, um, in her her area of restoring health. Um, she has just been by our family side through so many things. Um, as a friend, as a confidant, um, her and Raina have just laughed and shared a lot. I like to think we've walked with you guys through a lot of um, things that y'all have experienced and been through. But we're just good friends. I like to think about that. As I, I was joking yeah. earlier, when we went to Israel together, like Dan just brought the most awesome traveling clothes. I don't know how to say no, it. No, he's you know? always dripping. Isn't I, he? He's always dripping. Yeah. Yes. he's he's Yeah, you're always dripping. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm wearing my Hugo Boss today. Yes. <laughs> nice. He's I'm the in. boss. He is. <laughs> but I would joke. So after like day three of day nine, I started to learn. I was like, I would go to Dan the the, the night before, and I was like, "Tell me what you're gonna wear tomorrow." You know what I mean? Like, but anyway, any Dan just has some really cool dad jokes, and they're so smooth. Like, you just have to, you have to experience it. Like, don't you know? It's just so natural. Yo, you mind if I you mind if I tell the world the joke that you just said a few moments ago? Oh, please, because I'm kind of fanboying a little bit. All right, so Jacob says this. Jacob says, "Talk real nicely to the night to the to the microphone." And then Dan says, you don't want me to talk mean to it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, that's what I'm saying. It just happens. It just naturally comes out. And Dana's listening right now, and right, and she's driving, or she's at yeah. the office, and she's going, oh, Lord. Right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. It's, it's about like, to start. Good, you know. Don't make the family look bad. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Love you, honey. Whatever you do, don't embarrass the family. Have yeah. A nice day. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> well, Dan, let's get to the topic. There are a lot of guys that um, Rodney in the Bible study um, hears questions from, and we know it's a topic that all men deal with, families deal with, and especially like seasonally where we're at, but beyond the season. What are some of the dangers of consumer debt? And there's so much you can talk about. Um, in the area of finance. Before you jump into that, though, tell everybody what I know about you, like your job, but they don't know about you. And maybe even some yeah. things I don't like. What do you do? What qualifies you? How long have you been in your industry? And then just you jump right into it. We're going to listen and ask questions. Well, you know, I, I am an accountant, so I'm a certified public accountant. Mm. I, I get paid to do stuff that I don't know why they pay me to do. Wow. But uh, I enjoy it. It's a lot of fun. I um, uh, 
manage the uh, Orlando office and Tampa offices of my firm. It has about 120 people in it. Mm. Uh, so wow. I, de- I deal predominantly in the government sector. Wow. So I, I tell the tax people all the time, it's like my clients tax your clients. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> oh, my gosh. What a difficult well, spot. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it's like Altamont Springs, Seminole County, mm. uh, the the airport. I mean, I could go on and on and on. We have the largest local practice, uh, government practice group in uh, the state of Florida. Wow. So you know, Did not know that. Yeah. And I, I started it. And, uh, Whoa. I did not know that either. That's yeah. so cool. And now it's a uh, $6 million a year practice. Wow. wow. Yeah. That's amazing. So that's kind of my background. Yeah. Uh, so I'm also a Seminole, so, so just so you know. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I didn't know that either. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Don't hold that All against right. me. So I don't. I've, don't, been, I've um, actually been looking for somebody with finance to ask this question because I heard this before and I've kind of seen it in my own life. Is a credit card infinite num- infinite money? Absolutely not. What? Absolutely not. You know, it, it's... Oh, my gosh. I mean... By the way, that is not one of the questions we've heard at oh all my from goodness. anybody yeah. in front side. <laughs> oh, gosh. I got I to gotta go after for, this. For, first, off, first off, a credit card is not money, okay? <laughs> it, yeah. It's debt, all right? Sim- oh. Simple as that. It's wow. So debt. is money, technically, but yeah. Yeah, mm. yeah. Well, that's true. Yeah, that's very true. But mm. uh, but it's debt. So it, it's you don't get something until you actually pay for it. So mm. if you pay for it in your credit card, you actually have not paid for it. You know. Oh my God! Wow. You just basically roped yourself in debt. So now there's a third party that is a credit card company that basically is financing whatever this thing is that you want. So that's wow. the danger. Now 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 get this. Okay, I just saw this um, a couple of days ago. That currently, consumer debt in the United States just went over a trillion dollars. Oh my gosh! A trillion dollars. Now, we didn't even know what a trillion was, you know, a few years ago. Mm. I mean, the national debt was measured in billions. Mm. Now it's measured in trillions, right? Mm. Yeah. So this is how big a trillion is. If you sat here today and counted to a trillion, um, the number trillion, it would take you thirty thousand years. Mm. In that. And that's that's, that's if it was one second for every count. Yeah. Okay. Well, obviously, what? Yeah, thirty thousand years. No, that that's kind of hard to comprehend. No, I don't think yeah. I can comprehend that honestly. <laughs> well, <laughs> I can't. Well, what, wow. Why don't you start doing it and let's see if uh, see if I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> see, there it comes. It was so natural. He just did it right there. Uh, oh gosh, yeah. <laughs> and, it, and it's and it's even worse because total personal debt is at over. Twenty-three trillion, I mm-hmm. think. So it's insanity mm. right now. Yeah, the household debt, you know, yeah. which which includes mortgages and things of oh, this yeah. nature. Absolutely right. Wow. Yeah. So so if you look at the the debt of this country mm-hmm. compared to all the assets that we have in this country, um, we actually are, are over leveraged as a nation. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. which is the first time we've ever seen this. You know? mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It, and it's and it's you know we're supposed to be the richest country in the world, but we're kind of broke. Wow, yeah, which is sad. Wow, yeah. and and the problem is is we have a federal government that borrows and borrows and borrows, and people see that and they mm-hmm. think, well, well, I can do that. Mm-hmm. I mean, shoot, that's easy enough to do. Wow, but they forget that when you borrow money, you got to pay it back, mm-hmm. and then you're paying it back at an interest. And consumer debt has just uh, 
uh, a mind-boggling interest to. You're talking about 26%, 28 percent, 32 percent. Just you know, it's out of control. Goodness gracious! All right, so so knowing that and hearing those numbers, um, talk to us like how do you manage uh, finances from a number of perspective? Let's say you're that person that has significant debt. Um, what's your? How do you get? How do you dig out of that? And we're going into the holidays, you know, and and there's probably going to be added to that, like. Just talk to us about all these financial plans. Well, you know, my wife says this all the time. You know, how do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time, mm. okay? And that's how you get out of debt. Mm-hmm. So so if you have, um, let's say, six credit cards with, with various amounts, what you'd want to do is identify the credit card that has the highest interest rate okay. and attack that first, okay. okay? So do the minimum payments on the others, attack that one credit card first, and then flip over and attack the second one and okay. the third one and fourth one. And you can get out of it. I mean, I've seen people in ridiculous amounts of debt that, mm-hmm. that finally dig out of the hole. Right. But you got to do another thing, and that is you got to basically buy what you need, not what you want. Right. And uh, if you can control that and have the discipline to be able to say, okay, I got to have food on the table. I got to have clothes on my back. It doesn't have to be, you know, a Hugo Boss or something. Right. You know, you can get something at Walmart and, oh. and you know, look like you, right. Pastor Rod. Right. So, <laughs> <laughs> That's my clother. <laughs> what's, what's Walmart's brand? I don't, it's, it like Target's Goodwill or Good People or Good Thing. Great value. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. there it is. I'm a great value clother. Yeah. <laughs> I, I see the GV there, and it's, it's yes. awesome. Oh yes. my gosh! Yeah. Yes, yes. Um, but but you know you can do it. You know, right. um, Dane and I have lived our lives um, with the philosophy of of ten ten eighty, and that's ten uh, percent tithing, which we are big believers in. That mm-hmm. that that's right off the top. I mean, mm-hmm. the first income you make, you know, should go to the Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, second is savings, mm-hmm. and and that's equally as important, embedding that in as kind of an expense, if you will, um, which will grow. And right. uh, and then 80% everything else. But the yeah. only way you can manage that 80% is you got to budget for it. Right. And you got to basically be disciplined in how you spend your money. Okay, so uh, all that is awesome. My mind is just going a thousand directions because people are popping up in my head that have asked me specific questions. Mm-hmm. So um, in this economy, where uh, cost of living is what I mean, rent in this area for some of our families is just astronomical. The interest rates astronomical. If yeah. somebody wanted to start the ten ten eighty plan, and they're looking at their current debt load, they're they're looking at their current you know income and outgo, right? How would they even begin to start tithing? That's the first question. That's the probably the biggest question I get. Is here's what's coming in. Here's what's going out. If if I start that ten percent tithe, I may not pay some things or like, like how, talk to us about that. You know, one thing that I when I became a Christian, which, which was about um, twenty six, twenty seven years ago, mm-hmm. something like that, um, I had that exact same question. I wasn't really as good at finances as I am now, mm-hmm. um, and and I and I made that leap of faith, and I said, you know, I, I'm going to believe that that God is going to bless me. If, if I am disciplined in terms of tithing. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what happened. Uh, wow. Within two years, I was completely out of debt. Um, Dana and I married. She had some debt with her from her business down in Miami. And I said, honey, we got to get out of debt, 100%. Wow. And uh, within another year, we got out of that debt. 
but we kept to that plan of tithing wow. from from the day one. Wow! And uh, it it was painful. I'm going to yeah. tell you that right now. It okay. was painful at times, but the blessings that came afterwards were just unbelievable. I mean, you said so many good points there. One was it's a leap of faith, mm-hmm. and there are going to be moments when it's painful. I think that's what we we often miss. So if I'm if I'm starting out new, um, like I've just opened a checking account and I'm learning to tie, like with our girls, they didn't have any debt and they really didn't have any bills, so it wasn't as painful, right? right. You, you know you know where I'm headed. But a lot of people don't understand that because of bad decisions or just not understanding or never been taught, and it's not already a part of their life. And so now in their late 20s, early 30s, they're having to start to do that. To your point, you started it 27, 26 years ago, whatever it was. Because of where you were, that meant there's going to be some moments that it's uncomfortable. I like that you chose the word painful because a lot of people will will jettison that mm-hmm. they'll jump out of the boat which is why um, next year we're going to talk specifically about finances for um, eight sermons and we're going to talk about like a 90-day challenge if you will like try tithing for 90 days why do we say that because people will will try it and then in that 90-day period they're going to have some moments where they're like oh gosh this isn't working mm-hmm. you also said stay faithful like you remained faithful and then the blessings just overwhelmed the painful moments. But it took you a while to get there, like, you know what I mean? A- absolutely. And, and a lot of people think that the more money they make, um, the easier it's going to be. Mm. Well, I know a lot of rich, poor people, you know? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. I mean, th- these are Very people, true. These are people that they make a lot of money, and but they spend more than they make. Mm. Okay? Wow. And, and, and their attorneys, their accountants, they're doctors, they're, you know, people that are very successful, and yet they're spending more than they make. Mm. So, but I've seen very rich, poor people. Wow. You know, and it's just the opposite, Mm -hmm. where they, they, they know how to spend money on what they need and not what they want. I mean, can I just repeat that? Because that's such a good phrase. There's poor, rich people, and there are rich, poor people. That's crazy. Yeah, that is. So, I mean, it sounds so simple when you say the first one. Mm-hmm. There are um, poor, rich people. In other words, when you think, oh, if I get to this income, like you're looking at your current income and you see your expenses. I'm just going to throw out numbers. Let's just say $5,000 expenses is, is what you're – and then you go, okay, if I could just make 7000 well, now you're making seven thousand, but you're still spending eight and nine. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, for some reason, a lot of people think the more I make, then I'll be able to. That is such. That is so misleading, and it seldom happens unless you have a plan ten ten eighty. Unless you stick to it. Unless you're willing to go through the process. Um, mm-hmm. wh- what are some other dangers of just consumer debt? Not understanding how to finance. Like, what do you deal with the most? What do you see? Like. Yeah, just talk to us on, on all that level. Well, you know, a lot of these companies will, will kind of do deals out there for you that, to, to attract you in and okay. and say, hey, look, um, uh, you know, we're going to sell this product to you 30% under um, what it was you know, last week. And what we're going to do is we're going to give you um, a credit card, you know, with no interest for one year. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, so you can kind of buy this thing now, save 30%, and you can pay it over time and no interest. Wow. Now, those deals actually are good if you're disciplined. Okay. But unfortunately, a lot of people get into them, and guess what happens? They don't make all the payments, and then all the interest comes due at the end of that 12-month period. Right. And then all of a sudden, they've paid twice as much for the, whatever it is they're buying right. than yeah. uh, what they originally uh, uh, wanted. You know, and of course, we laughed at um, at Jordan when he asked that question, but it really wasn't a ridiculous question. A lot of people think when the money's on a credit card, they just think it's infinite money. Like they, for some yeah. reason, they, gen- they seriously, they genuinely lack the understanding that it's not infinite money. So, I mean, I yep. knew you were headed with that because yeah. well, there's a lot of folks who are... educational system doesn't teach proper finance anymore. They don't teach right. economic accountability or any of that because mm. they don't want it. It's an in, The industry it props itself up. Right. They actually just made a college course for that because they're starting to realize. So I, I had a, like in my, one of my classes, they had like a guest speaker and he was the, he was the person that like made that course for UCF because they realized that it was such a need. And now mm. he's like, he made it like five years ago or something. And now it's like a super big course wow. that students are wanting to take because it's just so under first thing you can do is cut out your student debt yeah <laughs> no everybody quit student debt is so big right now yeah. and, and, and i'm glad you brought that up because okay you know, it's, it's one of my burning points you know student okay. debt right I, I i talk to these kids all the time where they kind of I, I used to be an adjunct professor at uh, ucf okay and uh taught uh, governmental accounting out there so got to know a lot of these students and where their heads were um, so, so student debt is one of those things that <clears throat> it it doesn't make a lot of sense unless it's going to generate revenue down the line. Mm-hmm. Right. So, if you're talking about going to a private school and paying like seventy thousand dollars a year for tuition to get a liberal arts degree, so you can go teach in a high school, Bruh. you know, for thirty five, wow. forty thousand dollars, it makes no sense. Right. Now, you go to that private school and you're coming out with a a degree that you can convert into a profession that you're making two or three hundred thousand dollars a year. Right. Okay. Yeah, I, I can see that. And if you're disciplined enough to pay off the debt, that's fine. But a lot of these kids get this money and it's so easy to get. And it's not just tuition, it's living expenses, i.e. beer money. And, wow, uh, yeah, sadly. And they just blow it, you wow. know? So they're not necessarily using it on the tuition itself, Yeah, you know? And, it, and I remember when I was in college, um, I mean, I had to work while I was in college. Yeah. You know, I, w- I was fortunate to have uh, free tuition because my dad was a college professor. Wow. But he didn't pay for anything else, right. you know? You know, I had to go out and work and... And, uh, you know, buy my own clothes, do my own things. And, and um, uh, so I didn't have that, that um, student debt for tuition. Right. But I, I did have a job. Right. Throughout yeah. college. Yeah. I, I painted houses, moved lawns. I did whatever I could to, wow. to get money. And it, it, it is valuable. Like we taught our, our girls that as well and even practiced that. But, you know, now that I know you're a Seminole, you probably have the statement, go state, go far. Um, wait, the Seminole's. College. State <laughs> I'm just kidding. Which I serve in the board of trustees there. So really, oh yeah. I am learning. We were in Israel together, and Dude, I don't... you did every school, man. How does that happen? 
Well, you know, wow. it's, it's like, well, I come from a, a family of uh, uh, several college professors, you know, they taught it, uh, my dad taught at University of Florida, but I, I forgave him for that. <laughs> and, uh, and my, and my oldest brother taught at, um, uh, University of Georgia, Emory, and, and, uh, finished up his career at University of West Florida as a Dean of the business school. So, wow. You know, go so, Canes. So we got to go. And I, and I got a, a stepmom somewhere up in uh, uh, Jacksonville University teaching up there. So. I did not That's know that. Crazy. Yeah, that is crazy. Yeah. 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 But yeah, to, teaching in your genes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I guess my dad, he, he taught at several schools. Mm-hmm. And, he, and probably yeah. to your point earlier about jokes, he probably teaches in not just jeans. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe some slacks. You know what? He's oh, not wow. even wearing jeans right now. Some khakis wow. here that, there. that kept the crowd alive. Um, <laughs> you know? No, but I mean, you're, you bring up so many good points that uh, we definitely want to uh, bring you back um, for future episodes oh, on finding because there's so much that can be that you're mentioning now. Like, I want to bring you back to specifically talk about tithing. Okay, so... You've shared so much with us, but let's go back to that where we were uh, sort of, I made the joke and said, you know, sort of deviated us um, a little bit on that. But I love the point that you made about college, you you know, whatever you choose. If if where you're choosing to pay the tuition is not going to bring the reward after, like the, the revenue after it, then there's so many folks that sort of make that mistake, you know. Mm-hmm. Our girls started out at Seminole State, and for the most part for Bright Futures, it was very affordable. You know, I'm thinking like four or five hundred bucks a semester. Yep. And and then by the time they went to UCF, I think it was like maybe two years, two and a half years that they had to do to complete their four year degree. They stayed home. And I think it, it, even then it was so affordable. Um, you know, Rihanna paid for her own masters. Um, for the most part, our girls, you know, helped pay for some part of their tuition, but they they definitely graduated tuition free. Uh, military, uh, I don't know, Rodney, you and I, but I don't know if that worked out for you, but it was for me. You know, uh, the GI Bill covered my college, and so Rain and I didn't start out with um, college debt at all. And so, but again, talk to us about what advice would you give families that are trying to live in this economy now, and they're hearing this, and they're like, okay, well, I'm currently like enrolled in this school. Here's one topic, or my income and my job is currently this, you know. How what what advice? How could you speak into families now that want to get back to the ten ten or try the ten ten? Like how how what advice would you give? They're sitting down with you and they're like, "We just heard this episode on finance. Help us! Like, where do we start with this approach?" Well, you know, it, the the uh, college thing, uh, and I'm glad you brought Simmel State College yeah. up because um, uh, you know I'm very proud of that school yeah. and we've done a lot. You know, making it a quality education, affordable quality quality education. Right. Um, you, you can go and get courses at Simmel State College that are the same courses that you get at UCF at a fraction of the cost. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, both my daughter and my wife um, went back. They both had business degrees and went again into the medical profession. Um, my wife went on to get her doctorate uh, at Palmer, uh, and uh, she got her prereqs. And she was terrible in biology and all this stuff when she was first in, in college, but she got him there. Mm. And guess what? She finished at the top of her class, wow. you know, when, when she got her doctorate. My daughter, same thing. <clears throat> she, she wasn't the best student in the world and had a, a degree in marketing, went to Seminole State College, got her prereqs, went to the Advent uh, University, mm. 
and um, finished top of her class. Wow. You know, so, uh, you know, she's working for Orlando Health right now, making really, really good uh, money. And, and uh, Dana, uh, you know, has her own practice, which, right. you know, it's, it's a whole nother story, a whole right. nother topic that we can talk about. Oh, lo- yes. Yeah. Um, but the, the point there is, is that there's affordable ways to, to get education. Right. Uh, without breaking the bank. Right. And, and be honest with you, I could care less uh, where a student came from when I'm hiring them. I just want them to come in and listen to what I have to say. I will teach them how to be a good accountant. Wow. Your professor is not. Right. I will. Right. And more so now than any time in the last 50 years, uh, a college education is being discounted by even the top 100 technology companies. Wow. They're going the other direction. Mm -hmm. Because kids are coming out of college, they're actually not getting an education. I mean, I used to have kids that would come in right. in, a, in the private equity venture capital suite looking for internships and not e- in finance and not even know how to use Excel. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you're just like, All right, how, how does a junior or a senior in college mm. have no Excel skills? Mm-hmm. So it's just... I, I mean, I, what you said kind of stuck earlier. I mean, I used to do a circuit of speaking too. And the first thing that I would say is some of you shouldn't even be here right now. Wow. Some of you don't need to be here right, right now. You don't, you're, you're paying for, I look at it the way you said, it's a return on invested capital. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to pay principal and interest on something that will yield a higher return on capital later on. And if right. I don't, if if I'm gonna be if in my true my own mind I'm gonna be an influencer, right? All I'm doing, really, to be honest, by getting going out and getting a student loan and you know maybe churning some of my parents' capital, is I'm extending my adolescence. Right. Oh, that's a good look at. It. I'm not I'm not facing maturity, taking responsibility. This just in in. America will just hurl you into that box and, wow. and allow you to do it. Extend your adolescence. Well, I mean, you got fifty-year-olds addicted to Marvel comics movies now. Yeah. So I mean, you <laughs> that's know, it's, a whole other episode as well. Why? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, seriously, I, I, that really stuck. That stuck yeah. to me. That you know, that you're saying, hey, that there should be a return on capital there. Mm. Yeah, absolutely, mm. absolutely. And and kind of talking about families when when you're kind of looking at the whole picture. Uh, I'm a big believer in families need to all be involved in the finances mm. of the house, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I used to get my, and when my daughter would say, Hey, it went this, went this. And I said, well, you know, um, what are you going to do to get that? What are you right. going to do extra? And I would make her actually do a job right? and uh, uh, give her, you know, some money for that. And then she would have to save it and buy whatever what she wants. But right. I, I think families can't be, you know, um, run by their kids. I mean, the husband and wife need to be in the same page. The kids need to understand what the limitations are. Right. And, and those are some tough conversations sometimes, but, uh, but if you do it in a loving way and everybody's on the same page, right. You know, you can really manage your finances a lot better. Right. But when one person takes over the finances, and they're not communicating with anybody else in the family. That's when you get into a lot of problems. Oh my goodness! Yes, that is so true. We have a not that I'm necessarily against this, but we have, and maybe Rain and I are, are just different. I don't know. I don't know if I even said that correctly. 
or not. But we have a number of families that have um, two checking accounts. He has his and she has hers. Mm-hmm. Um, for a number of reasons I've heard, like one of them doesn't know how to manage their money well. So in order, they have, they have one checking account that's like, okay, if you've gone out here, and I'm just using Rodney's illustration, if you go out here and spend all your income on Marvel, uh, we're not going to have food. So I've learned, to, you know, um, I don't know. It, are you for that or against that? Like, what are your thoughts now that you've said families in it? What are your thoughts yeah. on two checking accounts? Well, it, it, as long as there's um, you have access to them mm. and you know what's in them, know what's going on in them, I, you know, I don't know if that's a, a problem or not. Uh, I, I can tell you what I do in my my house. Okay. Um, you know, uh, I have all of our accounts laid out where Dana and I have access to everything. Right. Um, right now, she's doing the investing side okay. of our our um, uh, savings, right? And uh, but she communicates with me in terms of what she's doing there, right? Okay, so I know what's going on. Um, I do pretty much everything else, but I keep her informed too, right? Okay, so she knows what balance in the accounts are. If she goes in and and um, uses her business credit card, and because uh, we pay off our credit cards, by the way. Right. Every, every single month. We want to make certain you, you understand yeah, yeah. that, right? Um, we we use credit cards, obviously, for convenience, you right. know, not not for the uh, actual credit side. Um, but she'll use her business card, and sometimes there'll be personal stuff on it. Sometimes there'll be business stuff on it. Right. So at the end of the month, she says, hey, uh, this is how much the personal is. I said, fine, the money's in the account. Go ahead and sweep it out. Nice. Um, so we communicate. Yeah. The, the, the point is, you can have separate accounts, but you still have to communicate. And you right. want you. I do. I keep nothing away right. from my Dana. Right. She knows everything that's going on. Uh, I know that everything is going on uh, with her accounts and her business accounts and everything right. else. Yeah. Right. And I think that's. I think that's the good. The best point is mm-hmm. communication and yep. sort of keeping those lines of communication open and so forth. And that mm-hmm. I guess was the real problem that I was hearing in the dual accounts is. Someone was spending, charging, spending, using, and not informing, and sort of what forced the issue was, well, I have to open up this one over here because obviously we're not in communicating and in control um, in this mm. area here. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah. So what do you do if you like, oh, man, I found myself married to the to the person that always be spending all of their money? Like you're you're just like you're married to somebody and now now you don't know what to do because you're the good spender but the the should probably be sitting on Pastor Ron's couch. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh! I'm it's asking good. for the other people. <laughs> the money is not the root cause of that problem. Funny. Oh my gosh! You know, w- one of the uh, prime reasons that couples get divorced is, is finances. Yeah. You know, it's uh, it, it's right up there in the top five. You know, things. Um, and, and, and I know couples that you're talking about. I, mm-hmm. I know some of them, uh, just right. like that. And, um, uh, and, and I can see their relationships, you know, are right. strained, uh, as a result of it. And, um, but you know, this world is about choosing a path mm. and you've got to choose the mm. right path. And, uh, God lays a bunch of different pass out there for us mm. and you just got to decide which one you're going to take right you know and uh, if you take the right path everything will work out right so. i mean I, there's so much that you've said there's so much that you've said today but let me just go back and qualify this in case you sort of forgotten where we are you're listening to a man who is married 
who he, he and his wife communicate, he started a business that has 120 employees. He, I love what you said. Like, honestly, what I, one of the strongest points here wasn't so much on finance. I mean, it was, but when you spoke, when you're like, get an affordable education, like, I'm not looking for what's like what school you went to. I love what you said. Come to me as the, as, as one who's going to hire you and I will train you to that. Cause there are a lot of folks that are looking for jobs. And so, and the other point it was that there are a lot of folks that are sort of my age that are going back to school. Like you mentioned your daughter, your wife went back to school in an affordable education so they could advance the degree. Maybe you need to go back to school and you can do that so affordably here locally, at least where we mm-hmm. are, that can improve your income situation because right now, yeah, income is so out of control. Also yeah. over here with Rodney, he's another individual, a man who is married, who has started companies, who has bought, merged, acquired companies, knows a lot about what he's talking about from employees and finances and so forth. I guess what I'm saying, what I've learned is no matter where you are, you can start the journey. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I loved also what you said that it's all about choosing the right path. God's going to lay multiple paths out there for you. And it's, and it's not that he's like, choose the I've only ha- only have one path for you and only that. And if you miss it, whoops, no. Mm. We've learned there's multiple paths and we get to choose like, okay, Lord, I, th- I think this is best for us and our family. And maybe that's where you're at financially as you're listening. Maybe like he, you know, going back to also what, what Dan said, like when I chose to tie, there were some painful moments. Depending upon where you are financially and digging yourself out, there, it might, there might be some difficult moments where you are. But work through that because the blessings on the other side of that outweigh like the struggles that you're in right now, right? Mm-hmm. Is, that, is that sort of a fair yeah. assessment and summary? To, and just to qualify something you said, because mm. knowing the conversations I have on the on the peripheral of front sight, that does not mean God has a path for you that would lead you to be disobedient either. Right. Yeah. It, the qualified path is one of biblical obedience. He's not right. going to put you in motion somewhere which would force you or cause you to be disobedient. So if right. you're if you're debating whether one of those things is coming from God, if it would cause you to be disobedient, it's absolutely and, not. I mean, that's an excellent God. qualifier. I mean, Dan and I were talking, you know, earlier while we were sort of getting ready for this, uh, you know, episode, and and there's so much I, I learned from you know, from him on that. And I was like, I can tell you there's a number of guys, at least a handful, that have recently started their business. So for them to hear from you, and I want to bring um, Dana back, or on, I want to bring you back, but with you and Dana on front side, because she's starting her own business, you started your own business, and there's so much they can hear and I think adding her voice to that, which means you'll probably have to limit your jokes, Dan. I'm sorry, but now adding not at all. But, <laughs> well, crank them up. <laughs> there you go. But I think hearing a, a, a husband and wife started who started their own business that are in the middle of this, um, I, I think will be very valuable for them to because there's so many topics. I'm sure you could continue to talk about. Um, if you had to like give some final words, some final thoughts, wisdom on this that maybe you felt like you've not covered, is there anything else left that you feel like you want to say? Well, you know, um, I, I, I want to kind of point out when it came to Dana mm-hmm. in terms of, of the decision she made to go back to school. I mean, she was in her 40s when this happened, yes. keep in mind, right? And 
and I'm kind of in that point in my life when I'm going, ah, the money's good, everything's good, we can start doing vacations and stuff like right. that. And uh, she comes to me with a 30-page proposal why she should, she should go back to school and get her wow. doctorate. And, uh, and, and I looked at it, and I said, man, her heart is in this. I mean, God oh. has obviously put her on her heart. And I said, honey, I, I am not going to sit here and say, don't do it for my own personal game. Wow. You know, if this is truly what you want to do, I'm, I'm in. I'm in. You're like... Uh, we'll make sacrifices. You yes. you won't go to Mexico with me. We'll just we'll do this. <laughs> exactly. You know, you know how it all played out. Yeah. Uh, but uh, so you know, we had to change our our, our financial strategy. You know, wow. to to accommodate this because we had to pay for it. You know, going right. to medical school was not was not cheap. Uh, but I I knew also in the backside that there yeah. would be revenue that would come out and uh, and pay for it. Right. Um, and it all worked out. And, and 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 we'll get into this discussion about small businesses and stuff right. at, at another time. But but I will tell you that um, Dana is helping so many people, and that was not just a financial blessing. Right. That was a blessing that has helped individuals right you know around this community and right. around this country quite frankly and uh, you can't put a price tag in that wow you know that's just a, a priceless event right. that that took place as a result of her and she absolutely loves what she does i so. wish i could say more about that but let me just say this having known not all the details obviously but having known you guys so long i know there were moments of um there wasn't always a financial return at the moment. And I your what you just said, I know has been a consistent voice in Dana's ear because she's repeated it to Raina. When you have said, but I'm ministering to people, he's supportive of where we are. Now here's my point in all that. If you can get your finances on mission with Christ. You will be able to say what Dan said. It doesn't matter how much money's being made. You'll be able to say, but we're helping people. Yeah. Yep. And God will bless that. That really is the end result. Mm -hmm. I, Dan, if there's one thing that's been consistent, I know in your story, and I want to bring you guys back, as I've said that, to tell that part of the story, because um, I think they need to hear that. Um, but your mindset the whole time is she's in this, the Lord's in this. Bottom line, people are being helped. People are being ministered. God will make up that ROI, mm -hmm. if you will. Wow, yeah. man, I love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's pretty. I'm I'm pretty proud of her, as you know. Yeah, so, you know. yeah. And she's proud of you too. Yeah, yeah. You guys, you guys are two peas in a pod. And that moment we shared in Israel, remind me what? Um, I think it was for us. I think it was our 25th wedding anniversary in Israel, and it was your 20. Was y'all were y'all 21 or 24? Ours were 20. Yeah, 20. We're, we're coming up on our 25th next year. That's right. As a matter of right. fact, um, with the the trip we're doing with the um, Come steps of Paul, on. so it's going to be our 25th anniversary. Is going to be my semi retirement, and it's going to be my birthday. So. We're going to rename what? that trip from the Journeys of Paul to the Journeys of Dan. <laughs> the Journeys of Dan. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. I'm so glad you told me that. We're going to make yeah. that part special together when we're yeah. over there. Yeah. How cool. awesome is that? Now, wait. Oh, my gosh. I've always known the years. Is that going to be Ron and Raina's in? Is that going to be our 30th? 
I think we so. were ninety four. Help me, y'all help me do the math. But edit this part, Jacob, on on the podcast. Yes. 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. So Come on, because we were nineteen ninety nine. We have yeah. to figure out if we're going to do something in Rome or if we're going to do something in in Greece. Yeah. What a cool thought that is. What? Yeah, I'm excited. But no, yeah. you and Dana have meant so much to us, and uh, I, the words aren't enough to say that, the friendship and just the moments that we've had. And we pray, as we sort of wrap this up, that you've heard something um, that is blessed. But I love, none of this was scripted. We just sort of gave a title and said, Dan, you come in and talk. And so I love the way the Lord led this, especially to the end, where you, I think you wrapped it up very nice, where in the end, I knew the Lord was using her to bless others, and it was worth the investment. We stuck to it. We rearranged our financial plan. Like, it, you know what I'm saying? So much was in that. Second Corinthians 9, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, you'll be enriched, you know, you're generous anyway, so you, in every way, so that, you know, God can continue to enrich you to enrich others. That's the whole point of it. That's the whole point. So, Keep Dan, your thank hand you. Open. Sure. And, thank and, you so and, much. And yes, we don't, we're bringing them back because we have questions for you. Yes. We, we, so, we've got like a top 10 or so that we want to bring you back. Like, that that those stymied people like ETFs versus mutual stuff that you'll probably oh, dig yeah. into, but how much life insurance should I have? Oh. How do I save for college? Um, annuities, pro or con? You know, what so is just, a Roth RIA, anyways? Yeah. <laughs> well, you're not Roth, so you don't need to know. <laughs> That's a whole other story. But you know, another one that would be kind of fun to talk about, and because I give uh, presentations on this all the time, is what does the national debt mean? You know, oh. how does it impact us? You know, and uh, what does it all mean? And will my social security be there in, uh, in uh, 10 years? And, wow. I mean, these are, these are big issues and yeah, the things are. that you need to kind of be aware of. It's nothing yeah. that you can necessarily control, but it's stuff that you need to be aware of. Right. Yeah. And by count, we're only up to right now 3,500 seconds that Jordan's counted towards 30,000 years of mm. trillions. So I'm getting there. You're getting closer. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> you've, you've only paid off $3,500 in this podcast right now. You know what? If it was that easy to make money, I'd be rich. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right, Dan, we love you. We are thankful for you, and thank you for your time. I know you pray blessings over those listening. All right, Front Sight men, let's go out there and get our finances in order so we can tell our wives, you know what? You're helping others. Go after it. And so in the end, like Rodney said, as we enrich others, as God uses us to enrich others, we are being blessed ourselves. So guys, thank you for listening. Jordan, thanks for being here today. You're welcome. We appreciate your countdown. You know what? I'm going to figure out by the end of, by the next podcast, I'm going to figure out what the difference between credit and debit is. Okay. Do that. All right. Yes. You are not allowed to use my debit card. <laughs> <laughs> Jacob, thank you for being here. No problem. Rodney, thanks for leading us in all these questions. We appreciate it. Yes, sir. All right. Talk to you guys later. Have a great day. See you.